This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Over the Top Cycling, Boulder, Colorado. I'm George Thomas. Actually, maybe we should call this Over the Top Triathlon today. Uh, as Chris Bagg is reporting in from Kona at the Ironman World Championships presented by GoPro. Chris, how's it going? The sun is uh, the sun is starting to sort of head down over the ocean. Um, the pro race has been done for a couple of hours now, and uh, let's see, race time is for the women. The women just kicked over like ten hours or so, and the age group men, the time would be right around like uh, ten, fifteen, ten thirty or so. Now, you're saying the weather has been pretty ugly out there. It has gotten really hot. It was, um, conditions were pretty favorable, I'd say, um, all the way through the bike. So you could start kind of seeing some cracks appearing towards the end of the bike. Um, things like Sebastian Keenlay, uh, who's last year's champion, starting to fall off of, uh, off of the leader's pace. Um, which usually tells you something is, is going, going on when a guy that strong is, is struggling. And it's gotten, it is very humid and very dense and stifling. Um, it feels uh, sort of like Asia heat. <laughs> now, how do you think that weather um, with really good conditions, people probably pushing much harder during the, the cycling portion, uh, coming into the run, do you think that actually hurt them? Yeah, you saw, I mean, you know, it, it definitely looked like it was going to be a day a lot of explosions. Um, Jan Frodeno, who is sort of the prohibitive favorite, he did end up winning the race. But uh, before the race, a lot of people had talked about him running a 238, a 239, and he ended up running a 252 uh, for the win, which is not not an insanely fast time when. You know, you've had guys like Pete Jacobs run 241. You've had Mark Allen and Dave Scott running the low 240s. You've had Craig Alexander down there. So for a guy of Ferdano's abilities to run 252 and still take the win kind of shows you how, how tough it was today. A um, lot of big blow-ups. Last year's champion uh, slowed down and finished seventh or so. Um, and then some really 
some really class acts. Uh, Andreas Raylert, who's been on the podium a bunch of times, came off the bike in 12th and finished in second, which is just wow. amazing. He ran through everybody. And, um, and we got an American on the podium, Tim O'Donnell from Boulder, Colorado. Your local listeners will be happy to hear that two years in a row now that uh, a um, an American has gotten on the the Kona champ the Kona podium for the men, which is uh, which is a big deal because it's been a long it's been a long time since we've had consistent podium finishers. So Tim actually really hung on well after the bike. He sure did. He was he was up in that group of um, Ferdano and Kimle. And he and Ferdano ended up dropping Keenway towards the end of the bike. So he's, he's definitely on a different level. Um, Tim was, Tim's been fifth before. He had a real struggle with the race last year and, um, really nice to see him come back and get some redemption and put an American on the men's podium. What happened in the women's race? Uh, the women's race, just, just like the men, Danielle Reef, who was the favorite, um, just rode away from the field and then uh, hung on and run very, ran very well to, to take the women's title. Uh, Rachel Joyce, uh, who has been, um, I think she's definitely been third before. I don't know if she's been second, but she took second place. And then Liz Blatchford, who is a former uh, Olympian from uh, Great Britain, took third place. And she was third a couple of years ago, so good on her for repeating that performance. And uh, top American in the women, I'm really excited to say, is my uh, sometimes training partner and uh, Oregonian partner, uh, Heather Jackson, um, who came off the bike in 14th place and ran all the way up to step. Uh, this was her debut Kona, and um, I've, been, I've, I've been lucky enough to get to stay with Heather and Wadi this past week. And uh, her husband Wadi, that is, and I couldn't be uh, couldn't be happier for her for coming out and doing her Kona debut in such fine fashion. Now, speaking of a good run, Amy Van Tassel is doing pretty well uh, in the marathon, isn't she? She is. She is running. She's running well. It looks she seems to be averaging kind of low eight. Um, so on a day like today, I think that's actually going to be a really, really good run split. She's run in the low 320s before, which is kind of uh, sort of like a 740 to 745 pace. But I think today, I mean, when you're seeing all of the marathon times be a lot slower than they have in the past, if she, uh, if she ends up running, yeah, right around 330, 332, then uh, she's gonna have she's gonna have a good finish. It sounds like she got a penalty on the bike, um, and I think it sounds like she had some other stuff go wrong. But sometimes communicating with someone who's racing is a little little tough to come up with details. Amy gets a penalty uh, on the bike. What for going too fast? Oh, uh, probably a drafting penalty uh. happened. Um, you know, there's in the age group field there. There's just there's so many bodies out there and there's only so much room. And um, a lot of times you get age group men and age group women mixed together. And I think a lot of times officials just feel like, well, there's a lot of people drafting. I'm just going to, I'm going to hand out, I'm going to hand out 10 penalties in the next you know, five minutes. Um, it's like speeding tickets at the end of the month. 
And um, so I'm guessing it was probably something like that. Um, the age group drafting distance is seven meters, and when there are thousands of you out there, it, it can be pretty hard to judge the distance. So I doubt it was anything uh, malicious, um, but I am her husband, so I'm, I'm biased. Yeah, I, I'm her friend, so I would have a hard time saying that as well. Uh, what uh, What's a penalty mean time-wise? Uh, five minutes. So you got to go to you got to go to the next uh, penalty tent and wait there. Um, so there was that, and then she, she she referenced something else that I wasn't able to to find out what had happened, but maybe something mechanical, maybe a flat. Um, but it looked like the bike was going really well until around mile ninety, and then uh, and then the last the last twenty two miles took her. Uh, it took her a, a lot of time, so um, yeah, not not quite sure what happened there. Well, we are looking forward to chatting with you and Amy tomorrow. Uh, don't want to push a post race interview on you uh, right at the end of such an exhausting event. So uh, we will check in tomorrow to see how everything went and get Amy's point of view of the entire race as well. That would be awesome. So, Chris Bagg, thank you very much for checking in from Kona at the Ironman World Championships presented by GoPro. Appreciate it. Thanks, George. Over-the-top cycling, over-the-top triathlon. Boulder, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.